Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. And thanks for starting another awesome week with us here on the show. We speak with Amanda down in Houston, Texas today about her trip down to Walt Disney World this past February. It was a group of 10, a bunch of kids with them, and uh, a brave four-year-old. Wait till you hear about Amanda's daughter. First ever ride at Walt Disney World. Again, four years old, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and much more. So hear about that. Great Star Wars uh, experiences. They built droids while they were down there. They stayed at Bay Lake Tower. We talk about how counter service can be your friend on a shorter Walt Disney World trip. This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. The agents over at the Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan the most magical Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. The best part about this is their services are absolutely free to you. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's one extra click that really helps us out. Please bookmark it and use it often. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, a huge shout out to our patrons. Thank you so much for supporting the show each and every month and allowing us to put this podcast out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you. Come on over to patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2133 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Of course, happy Monday to you. Hope you had another wonderful weekend. Got to spend some time with friends and family. It's almost back to school time. So kids, get in those last swims. Well, yeah, maybe not. I mean, if you're in the South... You might already be back in school. I hate to say that, but if you're in the Northeast, hey, happy midway through your summer break. It's really not fair. But whatever you're doing, hope you're having a great August, beginning of your August, beginning of your August, and you're just hanging out with us here on the podcast, having a great time and ready to have just a great week. Let's make this an awesome week. And we're going to do that by kicking it off with another fun trip report. And I can't wait to talk about this because we're going to talk a little Bay Lake Tower. We're going to talk about the times when the days were cooler not so hot because we're going to go to a place where it may be more hot and it may be more humid than Walt Disney World and the BR Guest Podcast Studios in lovely St. Peter's, Missouri. We're headed down to Houston, Texas with listener Amanda. Amanda, thanks for coming on the show today. How are you doing? Yeah, good. How about you, Mike? I'm doing great. Love doing these trip report shows because we get to hear yeah. it's a virtual trip, you know? I mean, it's uh, it's all the trip, no humidity. So, Oh, yeah. There we go. We're you inside. Know. <laughs> give away the humidity i don't want it anymore <laughs> right. okay so something i've been asking our listeners over the past couple of weeks just to kind of switch it up here is you mentioned earlier to me you're from houston down in texas uh astros fan so we'll leave that there jimmy uh, good friend jimmy down in houston he's going to be glad to hear that um but i don't know if you're like from houston proper or if you're like from a suburb or a smaller area within houston but what's something your area of the world like your very specific area of the world might be known for that nobody else would know about like what is kind of the claim to fame with like where you're from right now that maybe the whole world might not know Ooh, man that's a that's a tricky one for me um so i am in a suburb of um of houston and katie so i'm on the west side of houston um you know we have something that's kind of cool there's some old rice towers down in houston um in katie in particular um, and they're really cool to look at. You can kind of see them off of um, I-10 as you're kind of driving driving west. Um, it's something cool just to see. And they also, they have like a brewery and um, stuff down there and they'll have food trucks and stuff every once in a while. So it's something cool to check out. 
it's not really, I mean, Katie's not really known for anything in particular, but that's just something really cool to check out if you are in Houston and end up in Katie for some reason. Um, so, yeah. See, I like knowing that. Though we could kind of learn yeah. a little bit about the world. We don't, I thought Katie was up near Dallas. So, see, I learned that today. I didn't, there you go. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I would imagine high school football Friday night lights getting ready to kick off down there. Pretty oh, big, yes. right? I mean, oh, yes. do it right. Yeah. Yep. I got to do that. Because so, we do it here. We're in our new school district. I'm so excited. We moved here three years ago. We do Friday night lights in our district like nobody's business. I love it. But, I mean, I know it's nothing like Texas. Because I drove Oh yeah. I drove to Houston one time, and I just went through small town after small town, and I was going by, is that a junior college? Is that a university? <laughs> no, that's a high school stadium. I'm like, what? Yeah, is- they have some <laughs> massive stadiums down here for sure. All right, yeah. so let, let me ask you this, too, about your background with Disney. Mm-hmm. So did you grow up with it? Is this something you had since birth, or did you kind of just fall into it through a relative or a significant other? What's your uh, Disney backstory? Yeah, so I actually grew up in Arizona. Um, that's my hometown. Um, we didn't really go to Disneyland a ton. Uh, um, I was, I'm the daughter of immigrants, and so, you know, money money was pretty tight growing up, but we love the Disney Channel. My brother and I would watch it all the time. Um, So when we did go to Disneyland, it was a huge treat for us. I mean, it's huge. Um, You know, I remember growing up and watching um, some of the promos for like Tower of Terror when it first opened on Disney Channel. They were promoting that like crazy. And I always wanted to go to Disney World. I actually never got the chance to until 2019. So right before COVID was my first trip. And I became an addict pretty quickly. I already loved Disney growing up, so it was a pretty easy addiction. And so here I am, you know, trying to do a trip a year if I can, you know, but it's it's been great. I, I love it. I'm right with you. I'm trying to make up for lost time because I never got to go yeah. on vacation as a kid either. We just didn't really have the means. And I played a lot of competitive baseball. My dad was like, playing baseball. We don't have time for travel <laughs> so i was like yeah. oh well you know i didn't it was the things like where i grew up like nobody really traveled in our neighborhood you know we were kind of very you know blue collar area and you just didn't really notice it you know if people would travel they went like to the lake and went fishing and my dad wasn't a fisher you know he didn't he wasn't a fisherman or anything so you just didn't notice it you know it wasn't like yeah. nowadays so i don't you know i didn't get to go down there until i was in college but I'm like you, like you, I'm trying to make up for lost time. Now you yeah, mentioned, cause you sure. were, you were in Arizona. So Disneyland was where you went first over yes. world. Okay. Yeah. So what, tell me just real quick, because again, now I'm like, I got this Disneyland thing. Cause I'm so excited. Cause I just got to get out there last month and I just fell in love with the place. I, oh, yeah. I can't stop looking at the pictures and like, I just, I, I couldn't, but be- I was, I was worried I wasn't going to be, um, you know, it was going to be too small or I was going to be disappointed. Everything yeah. was the opposite. I just, I loved everything. But what was oh, yeah. your reaction going the opposite direction from, you know, having a little experience with Disneyland and the first time whew, you go to Walt Disney World and everything's like massively larger and on a yeah, grander scale? Yeah, it was, um, it was overwhelming. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think um, obviously the podcast helped me a lot with the planning stages of it. I went, I actually went with my best friend. So it was adults only the first trip. Um, so I wanted to do it right before I took my kids, you know get everything I want to do out of the way. Um, It was definitely a lot for me to take in the first time, but I mean, I was loving every minute of it. We had, you know, dining reservations up the wazoo. We did everything that we possibly could have planned into that trip and we were nonstop. Um, You know, I still have that nostalgia for the Disneyland rides personally. So every time I do go to Disney World, I'm like, you know, this just, it's not the same. It's not the same, but I, you know, I love both. So. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I love that, you know, when I went to Disneyland and it was an audio podcast, but I'm holding up my little paper ticket that I used every day, about yep, five days yep. to get in, you know, my little five day little park hopper ticket and, you know, my little plastic key to the magic card instead of a magic yes. band. It was just different. It was novel. Yes. You know, it was, it was, it was almost like going back in time for me because that's how things were at world a decade ago. And, yeah, you know, I'm a nostalgic person. So if you throw me into anything that's got any kind of nostalgia, I'm in. So I, I was just I was in my happy place times 10. But oh, let's yeah. let's get to your trip here that you took in yeah. February. So how did this trip come together? Why'd you pick that time of year? And I know it was extended folks. So how did you guys all decide you wanted to go you know, together and at the same time? Yeah. So actually, this was supposed to be a um, February 2021 trip, um, but with COVID still kind of in a tight Uh, We decided to postpone. It was my husband and I's uh, 10th anniversary in 2021. 
So that was kind of the reasoning. We knew the weather was going to be great. We knew crowds were going to be a little bit low. Uh, so we really wanted to do that time frame. Um, when we had to postpone, we said, we still want to do this. Let's just do the same time we were thinking. It Literally, the dates were almost identical. Um, and so we planned it for 2022. And um, our my husband's sister is they've gone quite a few times with their with their kids. And we asked, hey, do you guys want to come along? You know, just come join us. It'll be a, a good big group. So it ended up being 10 of us. Um, my sister-in-law's family, so her, her husband, her three kids, which are 13, 11, and 7, and my two kids that are 7 and 4, and then my mom and my husband. So it was a pretty big group, but <laughs> it was it was a blast. It, it, I say this all the time, but when you get to go to Walt Disney World with family or with a group of friends, I say this, this is even more true even with cruising. With a group, it's way more fun because the thing oh, is, yeah. like, I, I've sailed many times with just my family and we have a blast. Don't get me wrong. You don't have to be with a group. But there's so many times like when you're in a game show, like on a cruise or you're doing some kind of a trip, like a pub trivia. When you have like you know a group of 10 or 15, it's your whole family. You can kind of break yeah. up into, you know, three or four teams that compete against each other. And then you get to, you know, be a part of all yep. the stories. When you're sharing the stories, you get home like you're all in the story. You know, it's like you're, yes. just, you're recalling it like, oh, yeah, I remember when, you know, that kid did this and your kid was terrible. And my kid was actually yeah. good that <laughs> night. I know. So, you oh, were, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you get to brag. All right. Let me I, I'm always curious about this. So. When you have multiple parties involved, like tell me about your planning. Like, did you use any technology? Did you guys have like uh, meetings in person? How, how'd you guys like decide on like, you know, ADRs and where you're going to stay and just scheduling things out? Like, how does everybody get their voice heard? Yeah. So my sister-in-law basically gave me the reins, which I, I mean, you know, you never know how that's going to go, but um, that's actually the geez. best way, in my opinion. I mean, if somebody's passionate and knows kind of what they're doing, it's better not to have too many cooks in the kitchen. It just gets crazy. Yeah. She really was like, hey, I know this is your thing. You know, take it and run. Um, we knew we wanted to stay near Magic Kingdom because our kids are so little. Um, we wanted ease of access to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Um, and we wanted a slightly bigger room because my mom was coming with us. So we wanted her to feel comfortable as well. And not, we didn't want five people crammed in a room. Um, so we did do a one bedroom at Bay Lake tower. We thought that was perfect. Um, so that was a pretty easy sell. My sister-in-law actually ended up staying at the contemporary, which obviously is just, you know, a quick walk. So um, she was definitely fine with that in terms of all the other planning. She basically just said, Hey, just take it and go. So, um, we knew for our kids, it was their very first time. So a lot of, a lot of it, you know, was my decision and I would just run it by her and say, Hey, you cool with this? I'm going to make an ADR for, you know, chef Mickey's on, on Sunday. You good with that? And she'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Totally. Just do it. Um, we did. Yeah. That's how you do it. Did. I'll tell you what, because it was good. when I go down and Scott goes on, I have Scott dudes do all the planning. I'm like, he's like, yeah, do you care if we, I'm like, Scott, I do not care. Just, just schedule the yeah. ADRs. I'll show up. Just tell me what time. Like I, I'll eat anywhere, you know, and I'll, it doesn't yeah. matter. You know what park I don't, it doesn't matter. You know, we'll have a good time. And, you know, cause it takes all the stress off for everybody. Cause then yes. you don't have to worry about trying to meet everybody's expectations and everybody else just like, I don't have to do it. <laughs> oh know, yeah. It's, it's so true. Yeah. So, so it was good. I mean, we did, we, we did plan to take a private shuttle from the airport just cause it was 10 of us and cost wise, right. we were like, it just makes sense. Um, so we did, you know, plan that out a little bit, but yeah, I mean, my sister-in-law was just like, here, take genie plus do whatever you want to do, make all the plans. So it, yeah, I actually, and I love it. So I was not complaining about having to, to deal with all that. <laughs> and I love Grigsley Ann is in our, uh, is in our live chat and it says, yes, let the planners plan. Woohoo. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly right. I mean, if it's your passion, take, take advantage. You know, if you have, if you're lucky enough to have that person traveling with you, Hey man, take advantage. That is, that is an asset and, uh, oh, yeah. you know, use it to your advantage. Okay. You mentioned you took a private shuttle though. Do you remember who that was? And can you give a review? Cause that's one of the questions I get the most is trying to get from Ooh. since magical express went away. Do you remember, do you guys think I got, do you guys just take like a shuttle? Like was it a van? What'd you use? No, it was, it was a private van service. Um, I cannot think of the name off the top of my head and I should have written That's it okay. Down, no, it's fine. But... I just, I just want to know because some people like get limos, some people get like party yeah. buses. 
It's all it was it was a van, and um, who we used, they actually did have multiple options. We chose a van. Um, they did provide car seats for the little ones, which was definitely a huge perk for us. Um, they were wonderful. I would definitely use them again. So you can just let me know after the show, and what I'll do is yeah, I'll tweet it sure. out just in case people are curious. Because if you had a good experience, I don't mind promoting that business because that's good yeah, for the good definitely. for everybody. I'll send it your way. Great. Okay, so now let's talk about travel. Okay, because you guys. Coming from Texas, I don't know, driving, flying, and you had little ones, you got your parents, mm -hmm. everybody. So how was the travel? Because travel, it, you know, the beginning of, it's still not perfect, <laughs> but the beginning yeah. of this year, it was really sketchy with the airlines and with just kind of getting from point A to point B. What about you guys? Yes. How did it, how, how did it go down getting there? Yeah. So actually we were blessed in that we had no delays, no issues. You know, we flew straight out of, uh, for those familiar with Houston, Hobby Airport. Um, on Southwest. So that was a really quick flight for us. My sister and her family um, came from Baltimore and they found times that were very similar to ours. So that was all great. We, we both arrived pretty much at the same time, which was great. Got our luggage, got on the shuttle and, and went. We had no problems whatsoever, which I am definitely grateful for. You're so lucky, especially with multiple parties. That's what I was worried <laughs> yes. about because I was like, if you're coming from different places, who knows? Because, you know, one person gets delayed, then it's like, oh, my gosh. Like, we we're going to ride together. Now we have we've got to schedule somebody else to get from here. You know, they're going to have to Uber. What You know, it, could, yeah. it causes yeah. all kinds of dominoes to fall. The, one thing I want to ask you, though, how did you guys get mm -hmm. the kids amped up for the trip before the trip? Because I know the, the, you know, we're all big kids, right? We're going to Disney World. Yeah, yeah I'm 48. I get amped up. But... You got to also do something for the kids. You got to get them excited. Like they're, they're going to be asking you questions or pumped up. What would you do yeah. pre-trip to really, you know, get, just really build excitement for February? So actually we hit it. From oh, see, kids. I could never do that. How do you Until people do the that? Day of, <laughs> I could never um, do that. <laughs> my sister-in-law and her family knew ahead of time. And so that was difficult because cousins, you know, cousins right. talk, right? So not a chance. Um, it was, yeah, it was hard in that sense. Um, but we managed to keep it a secret the entire time. We got them up. We said, you're not going to school today. Um, got them dressed. We let them eat breakfast and everything. Didn't say a word. And then we did record them, you know, with us telling them, hey, you guys aren't going to school. You're going to Disney World today. And the looks on their faces. My son was like, I knew it. I knew it. I'm like, you probably did knew, know it because we did kind of like we would try to not talk about it. Obviously, there's things you have to talk about. Um, but we would just lie and say, oh, well, we're going like in months. We're yeah. not going, you know, you don't know when we're going. We're just going to go at some point. So I can't believe they knew that. we were going. They had no idea when. I could so. never. I, I've had so many guests come on this show and say that they successfully pulled that off. I can't. I couldn't last 15 minutes. I get so excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, guess what? <laughs> I just I can't. I can't keep a secret when it's, when it's great news like that. So. That's awesome. Yeah. It, but you get it the big hard. reveal. I mean, it's a, it's a great memory for them forever because you'll be able to say yeah. that. I just, you know, sorry. My memory happens five minutes after I hit the button that says book the trip. So <laughs> that, yeah. that's when yeah. mine just doesn't draw out very long because I can't keep a good secret. Okay, so you guys get there. You get on the shuttle. You're from MCO going over. So tell us about arrival. Give me a review of Bay Lake Tower in practicality. Once you guys stayed there, what would you think about it? Did it meet your expectations? What did you think? Oh yeah, we absolutely loved Bay Lake Tower. I mean, definitely would consider staying there again. Um, the, the service hotel was wonderful. We had groceries delivered, just some basics for the morning time. That was a breeze. We had no issues with that. Um, we did garden grocer and yeah, everything was there. We settled in our room very quickly. Um, Bellhop services brought everything to our room. So it was just it. Quick and easy, we got in the room, changed, and, and went on our way in probably a matter of 30 minutes. It was that quick, which was nice. great. That is great. Okay, so you guys get there. I know that the next day you're going to go to Magic Kingdom. I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, it's in your backyard. I mean, you're right yes. there at the doorstep of the Magic Kingdom. But you've gotten there, and you don't want to wait. You're going to wait till the next full day to do that. So how do you guys right. fill out this travel day? Yeah, so originally we wanted to grab some ADRs at uh, Steakhouse 71. I was falling short quite a few times or I couldn't, I was getting staggered because I tried to actually book two different reservations or have my sister-in-law book one. I booked the other kind of close together. Um, we, you know, we decided, hey, instead of 
playing it cool. Let's try to go to Disney Springs and and go there and check it out, um, especially because my kids have not been to Disney World ever. So uh, we ended up going to Disney Springs. Uh, we went to Blaze. That's I actually love Blaze, and it's yep. not very not very close here. But we wanted something quick so we could kind of be on our way and walk around Disney Springs. Got dessert, of course. Um, went to the ganachery and <laughs> and uh, sprinkles. The kids wanted cupcakes, so you know we had to oblige and spent a bunch of time, you know, walking around, but you know, we figured it was better than just sticking around the hotel that night. That's a great way to start the trip though, really, because you're getting that taste of Disney. You're getting to walk yeah. around because you've been on an airplane all day. You've been traveling. It kind of wakes you back up. It gets that excitement because there's live entertainment at Disney Springs. You're out yeah. in the, you know, the Florida weather, which is kind of, I mean, you guys are from Houston. So it's, yeah. you know, if you're coming from February in St. Louis, you're just like, oh my gosh, I don't have to have on a coat. It's, you know, it's shocking. Yes. You're just like, this is great. But I mean, you know, getting, you're getting a nice dessert, ganachery, sprinkles, and Blaze Pizza is a great place to go if you have kids. I mean, if you don't have kids, I mean, it's inexpensive and it's good pizza. Yeah. And thing is, everybody yes. can find something they like. Like, I mean, if you're like a picky eater, get a cheese pizza. But if you want, you know, you're on vacation, get something fancy if you want. I mean, that, that's the whole great place about Blaze, you know. Everybody oh, can yeah. find something. In a lot of places, it's hard to do that. You know, like, like if you go to Deluxe Burger and somebody doesn't eat meat, you're just kind of out of luck. <laughs> yeah. And I was actually, I was surprised because we flew in on a Wednesday night. It was hopping. It was oh, yeah. slammed in February on a Wednesday. So just, you know. <laughs> Disney likes that. There you go. <laughs> they, I'm sure they, they do. <laughs> okay. So let, let's hop into the next day. So it's finally, the, it's finally time. Let's go to the Magic Kingdom. I'm sure you guys up early, ready to rock. Oh, yeah. Taking advantage of Genie Plus, I see, uh, you know, booking that. So without going through, like, every attraction you did, give us some of the highlights of the day. I mean, did you get everything you wanted to do? What did you hit all the headliners? How did did it kind of unfold for this day? Yeah. So, you know, rides were a huge thing for my kids, being that they've never been. Right. Uh, So we definitely wanted to strategize that as much as we could. Um, I know, Mike, you saw you saw my exhaustive list for the first day. Um, Yeah, I'd have been exhaustive is right. I I haven't ridden this many rides in uh, in probably 2021 and 2022 combined. (laughs) Yes, between my husband and I, we were eyeing wait times, you know, like crazy. Um, A lot of of what we did is we did try to to take a few moments just to take pictures, you know, get some magic shots, um, enjoy Main Street. We did sit and, and grab some ice cream and try to tried to meet Mickey and just, you know, even with the go, 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 I think that was probably the best part was just chilling on main street, having ice cream with my kids, you know, and their, and their cousins and enjoying the moment. Um, that was, you know, that was, that was definitely a highlight. Um, we didn't thankfully didn't have any meltdowns that day, which is what my biggest concern it was. Um, my daughter is, was four at the time. And she has never been on like a ride. I mean, not even a carnival ride, really. Oh my gosh. She'll, and so, she'll never like anything else after going to Walt Disney. You're never going to be able to take her to the fair. I know. <laughs> and she is so, um, she is not one to immediately uncling for me. She's very clingy. Um, I was worried to take her on rides, to be honest, but she was like gung ho. She was like, I want to go on a roller coaster. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do with this child? So we actually took her, this is, this is my uh, story. We took her on Big Thunder Mountain was her first um, roller coaster. Okay. And I that's have pretty, video. That's a, pretty big, that's a pretty big coaster for it a was, four-year-old, especially for the very first time, just saying. And I'm literally putting my arm like this, you know, I'm like, all right, I got you, I got you, I got you. And she was like, okay. And then she, I don't think she liked Big Thunder. Thunder, but you know, I'll tell you about Slinky Dog Dash because okay. that was a whole different story. She was all on top of that, but she was like a trooper. She basically went on every ride that she could potentially ride based on on height requirements. So that was that was interesting. She's a brave girl. I mean, four she years was. old. I mean, Big Thunder is a that's a serious coaster. I mean, I know it's a family coaster, but I mean, four years old. That's uh. That's I was surprised something. she said yes because a lot of the times we were like, hey, you know, you don't. Elaine, you don't really have to go on this. It's fine. You can stay with, you know, your grandma, whatever. Nope. She was like, yeah, I want to go. I want to go. I'm like, all right, let's do it. 
Now, see that you guys did because you were trying to rope drop. It looks like right off the right off the yes. get go there, uh, uh, seven dwarves, and then had a super long yeah. line already. You guys went with the individual lightning lane. Did she ride yes. that? Because uh, what's the comparison there? I mean, did she? She Because I think that seven dwarves is less. Uh, Less thrilling than Big Thunder. Would you agree with me there? I think Big Thunder is oh, yeah. more thrilling, like faster. Oh, yeah, I agree. And and she loved and she loved uh, Seven Doors Mind Train. So she, but she was all about everything. I mean, I think she loves the Little Mermaid. So getting to ride that very first, I think, really got her got her excited for the rest of the day too. So. Very nice. And as, as I kind of scanned through the day, because you guys were moving through a lot of attractions, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's your kids; yeah. they're the perfect age just to, you know, hit all the attractions. You know, especially at that age, you know, flying carpets over in Adventureland are a thrilling attraction. You know, sometimes when you're just like a couple, yeah. you'll skip that. You might do Dumbo for the nostalgia, but you probably skip the flying carpets. Uh, Magic, maybe, maybe yeah. not. But I mean, it seems like. Especially with a first-time trip, I mean, I'd, I would imagine even Philhar Magic when you went in there with your kids, they probably got the biggest kick out of that 3D experience and seeing the characters yes. that they've watched in the movies. I mean, that, yeah. that's my wife's favorite of the Magic Kingdom, to be honest. <laughs> she, <laughs> she well, and it's it's funny, you know, we talk about my daughter being good with roller coasters. She does not like anything 3D. <laughs> we realize <laughs> that really quick. So Philhar Magic, you just see the shutters. Like, what are what are you doing to me? I'm like, I okay. Take the glasses off, you know, it's, it's fine. I'll, I'll hold you the rest of the time. So, so. The, also when you were here during the day, you, I, another smart move, I think, especially for how your, it looks like your family dynamic was and the goals of the day was that you ate counter service for both lunch and dinner. You did cosmic rays and you did Pecos bills. I mean, yes. it's, you know, it's not gonna, you're probably not going to write home about the meal, but they're themed restaurants, you know, got a little Tomorrowland, got a little sunny eclipse. I mean, did your kids yeah. get a chance to see sunny eclipse when you're in there at uh, Pecos? They, or, did. Uh, they, did. they would like, we're just standing there staring at it. They thought it was so cool. Um, yeah, we definitely aimed to do counter service for most of the trip just because we didn't know if we were going to break off at any point. Um, or, or what the plan was going to be for my sister-in-law and her family. So we decided counter service was going to be the way to go for us. And so we really strive to do that for the majority of the trip. I mean, it's, there's so many advantages to that. Cause I know that a lot of us, and I mean, I fall into this trip. This is me talking to myself right here is that I always think about, okay, where am I going to eat? I mean, I do that at home too. Yes. Like just tonight, I'm like, you know, <laughs> I went up at like three 45 tonight and I'm like, Okay, where are we having dinner? Because I got a recorder. We got a podcast tonight, so we got to go out the end of severe thunderstorm warning. I'm like, we got to leave early to go to dinner. Yeah. I was like, okay, you only worry about a few things: podcasting, dinner, and running. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. that's pretty much it. But uh, yeah, so I, I think a lot of times we get carried away with like ADRs. But a lot of times there's so much flexibility in your touring if you just lean on counter service meals. And there's yeah. great counter service in all the theme parks, Disney Springs, the resorts. And it gives you, like you said, it gives you flexibility because you're not tied to, I got to be here at 725, you know, and yeah. I gotta be, or I'm going to be ding 24 hours before if I'm not committed to that time. So it seems yeah. like that worked well for you. It worked really well because we strive to kind of let Genie Plus guide our day for the most part, just because we knew we were going to be doing a ton of rides. And so having, you know, ADRs just probably would not have worked well for us, especially wrangling 10 people around. I, I, I didn't want to deal with that. You know, my sister-in-law didn't want to have to deal with that. So it definitely worked out in our favor. And I, I would recommend that, you know, a thousand times over, we would just do mobile order, go quick, sit down 30, you know, 30, 40 minutes. And we were on our way. Yeah. Mobile order is key too. Don't forget mobile order is, is your key. friend. It, it, it was even better before everybody knew about it. <laughs> like before COVID, yes. it, was, it was the greatest yes. secret ever, but hey, it's still great. Now, let me ask you real quick about it. Um, using Genie Plus at the uh, at the Magic Kingdom, was this something yeah. that you think was a good value for what you paid for it? I mean, was it something you would do again? I want to compare the parks because we're going to talk about the studios on the next day. How did you feel it yeah. worked at the Magic Kingdom for you? I think it was great at Magic Kingdom. Um, you know, we did Magic Kingdom two days because we parked top over there our last day. Uh, it was extremely beneficial at Magic Kingdom. I think between Genie Plus and wait times, I don't think we waited in anything more than 30 minutes, which is, is pretty good for That's Magic really Kingdom. That's really good, yep. So, I mean, we loved every moment of it. We actually had... Um, Jungle Cruise was broken. That was actually our first lightning lane that we had of the day. And it ended up breaking down. And we got one of those experience passes. 
Uh, we were going to choose something else. We ended up sticking with, with Jungle Cruise, just going later in the day. But, you know, I think Genie Plus was definitely what, how we were able to get as many attractions as we did in that day. And it makes you just feel like you're getting more, you know, this, cause I've only used it at Disneyland at this point, but you know, like mm -hmm. I told Scott, like we're standing in two lines at once, you know, as soon as we yeah. hit the touch points, we were selecting our next attraction while we were kind of walking up and boarding and experiencing that attraction. So yes. I'm coming around. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a cheap guy and I miss fast pass plus it was included <laughs> with my tickets that were great, but genie plus does have its advantages and you got to look at it as, at this point, probably at least 50% of the guests in the park are going to have Genie Plus. And so yes. if you don't get it, you're putting yourself almost at a disadvantage, which, I mean, right or wrong, that's just the facts. And I just don't I just don't want to put myself, especially if I'm traveling with family, at a disadvantage against other guests. Yeah. You know, I just want to make sure, sure we can get as much done. Because, I mean, you're paying all this money to go on vacation. Like, I don't want to not pay, you know, an extra 15 bucks, you know, and throw away yeah. the, the $2,000 I spent to go down there. You know, it's just, it doesn't, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Uh, wrapping up that day though, what about the fireworks? The kids like the fireworks. Everybody liked the fire. What'd you guys think of enchantment? Yeah, we actually, we loved it. Um, my daughter, like, you know, I'll just go back to her. She's the entertainment in the family. <laughs> Sounds uh, like it. She, she had her ears closed for the first half of enchantment. And by the, the end of it, she was glued. Um, so she absolutely loved it. Everybody loved it. I have a video of everyone watching Enchantment and, you know, we got right. We were pretty much, um, middle of main street and it was like, we were dead center on the castle, which was, it was a perfect view for us. Um, so yeah, it, we loved it. I mean, just seeing, you know, my daughter hanging on my husband's shoulders and, you know, yep. that's, that's like, just the, that, that's why we're here. Just the best yeah, moment. I know, isn't it? It's like, you see that it's like. If you don't, you know, you just got to stand back sometimes and just see, oh, yeah. like when I see Mallory and like, you know, Pam, you know, just like, you know, 14 year old daughter and her mom, like, Hey, they're having a good time together. You yeah. know, it's like a teenager and it. their mom can have a good time together. Like at Disney, I was like, Oh, that's why we travel the all the feeling. way to the West coast. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> so yeah, yes. no, I totally get exactly what you're saying. All right. Next day, you guys go to the studios and this is a busy day and you guys did the droid. I got to ask you about the droids. I see droids in there and I'm like, God, I want to do a droid and I want to do a lightsaber. One of these days I'm going to do both, yeah. but anyway, I've never done either. So how does this day unfold and give us some stories from this day? Cause this sounds like, a, again, exhausting to me, but it, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was uh, pretty exhausting. So we were actually worried because when we went to book our um we knew we wanted to do uh individual lightning lane for rise of the resistance we knew off the bat 100 we wanted to do that um we didn't get a really great time i think we ended up getting 6 30 at night or 6 40 something really late that's crazy um <laughs> yeah it went that it went that fast um so actually this was the one time i asked my sister-in-law i'm like look we got to tag team this i need somebody to do the individual lightning lane i need somebody to get slinky dog right because i knew if i did not get slinky dog my family was gonna have it yeah, <laughs> so gotta, gotta read the room <laughs> um, yeah you know i i knew that was that was gonna go downhill uh so you know, we were not happy with the very late time. So I actually, a, a tip for everyone is to definitely utilize those guest experience umbrellas that you see, yes, the blue umbrellas. The blue, yeah, the blue, the blue, the blue uh, umbrellas. little uh, stands, yes. Yeah, so I went up there and I said, look, you know, I know it's 10 of us. It's a, it's a big group, but is there any way we can move our individual lightning lane a little bit earlier? Um, it was actually right before the second drop that they do at like 710. Um, so she tried her hardest, but she couldn't. She almost got me like a 230, but it, you know, no cigar. It's just so hard with 10 mm -hmm. people. But um, I do recommend if you don't get a time that you, you know, really like for an individual lightning lane, at least give it a shot to go. They might be able to, to switch you to an earlier time. Um, you know, they weren't in our, in our scenario, but you know, we said, it's fine. We're just gonna, we're gonna keep moving. Um, you know, rope dropped, uh, Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, which was, which was great. Everybody loved that one. Yeah. It never hurts to ask. I mean, that's what I always say at Disney. Like, if you're not sure, just ask somebody. I mean, the worst just I can ask. say is it can't happen. You know, like if you, yeah. you know, if you wanted just a better view and I mean, Sometimes at a hotel, they can give you a better view. You know, probably they're not going to be able to, but hey, they, they won't if you don't ask. You know, so just yeah. don't be afraid. That's good. That's a great tip. So, you, okay, yeah. so you did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Then it looks like you guys moved into Galaxy's Edge there, did Smuggler's yeah. Run. 
Now, I got to ask you this because you had enough people where you probably got your own cockpit, right? Because you probably had at least six people. Did you let the kids pilot? All right. So this was (laughs) was an interesting one. (laughs) This was an interesting (laughs) one. So um, we had gone, my husband and I by ourselves had gone to Disneyland um, in July of last year. Uh, so we had been on Smuggler's Run. I We were both pilots that time. We were like, okay, we couldn't figure it out. I don't know. I, what, can't, what, I can't either. By the end of it, we were like, oh. We were like, okay, now I kind of understand it. Um, when we got there, I told my husband, like, you and I just pilot again. You know, we'll make the kids the engineers. And my mom, you know, my mom will be in the back as a gunner. Um, but real quick story about the the first time I ever rode this, I was by myself. I I was, I don't know why I was down there. I was down there for a media thing or something. So I was just in the studios all by myself. Nobody, Scott wasn't there. My family wasn't there. And I just got thrown in there as like a single rider with, with a family of five. And it was just grandma. It was grandma was, I was an engineer. So grandma (laughs) was an engineer and I was the other engineer. And grandma turns to me and says, what are we supposed to be doing, sir? I said, I don't know, but if it lights up, just push the button. She's like, all righty. And that was our, that was, that was our. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. So so no, but go ahead. I I totally feel your pain. (laughs) Yeah. So my daughter decided that she wanted to be a pilot and, um, yeah, that was, we'll just say that it was a rough ride. And this is me controlling. If y'all can't, I know some of you can't see. I had both hands on both controllers stretched out as far as humanly mm-hmm. possible, yep. trying to control the Millennium Falcon. And let's just say it was like an 18% yeah. <laughs> accuracy ride. I apologize to my family, but it was me doing both both yes. handles. So. And that guy's just constantly yelling at you, like, yeah, you know, it's like, don't yell at me. I don't know how to fly this thing. It doesn't handle like my Jeep, you know. Back off. Oh yeah. Hey, okay. Yeah. I had to ask because it's inevitably the kids get up in the front seat. Uh, okay, oh, so yeah. you guys, did some other attractions. It says you guys split for lunch. So how how did lunch work out at the studios? Yeah, so we ended up um, splitting. We did ABC commissary and. Um, baseline tap. And so, you know, we wanted something different than my sister-in-law's family. So we just kind of did a split. Um, we ended up finishing around the same time, enough time to get onto, um, star tours and continue our day. Um, but yeah, it was good. We enjoyed our meal, you know, all of our quick service, we were not disappointed in, um, you know, sometimes it can get repetitive, but, uh, we enjoyed it. So. Okay. Yeah. ABC Commissary has my uh, buffalo chicken uh, grilled cheese sandwich. It has oh, the best yeah. steak fries. I could go for that. I could have that six days a week, and I'd be totally fine. Yeah. I'd be. I'd probably be dead, but I'd. I'd be. I'd be totally fine. Until yeah. then. Uh, okay. So after lunch, though, it looks like you guys got to do Slinky Dog. Yeah. So you said you had a story for that. Now again, your four-year-old Big Thunder. Again, still twenty minutes later in the show here, I'm still impressed by that. But she also did Slinky yeah. Dog. <laughs> She did. And she, that was her absolute favorite ride. Wow. Um, my kids will watch, you know, YouTube videos of rides. You know, they're those kids that sit and my, my daughter will like, Hey, can we watch Epcot? And I'm like, all right, sure. Let's gotta put it on TV. It. Yeah, um, so Slinky Dog Dash was her absolute favorite immediately after she said, can we go back? And I said, it's a 90 minute wait. No, we're not, we're not going back. Right. But you know, if I could have, if I could have snagged a, another lightning lane for her, I a hundred percent would have, but we have a great video of her on that ride, just smiling like crazy. She was having the time of her life. That's what it's all about. Okay, so I want to make sure we get all this in because we we have about 10 minutes left. We got a whole lot to talk about the droids. Mm -hmm. They got to build droids. How's that experience? Because I've seen it from afar, but what's the experience like kind of up close and personal? So it was a great experience. I mean, you walk in, you kind of tell them what droid you want to do, you know, you pay in advance. Um, and then you kind of get, get situated and pick your pieces. You get a little basket, pick everything out. Um, we, we let our kids choose between droids or, or lightsabers. Well, my son was going to do both, but we opted for the plastic ones at uh, Star Traders, Good which call. my kids were, you know, they got to have something, they got to have something aspirational for when they're older and they, you know, exactly. when they get to be an adult, they get the real lightsaber. <laughs> exactly. But the droids, the droids were awesome. So every kid, actually my sister-in-law's three kids ended up doing it as well. Um, so we have pictures of the, you know, the five droids, you know, rolling around Galaxy's Edge. They That's did cool. do some some playtime after the fact. And um, 
we went with R2s because, you know, BB-8's head pops off quite a bit. (laughs) And so I think we were happy with that choice. We saw the droids battling and none of the BB-8s made it out alive. Yeah, I think those astromech droids are a little bit hardier, whatever they're called. I'll have to ask Dennis. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. they look look a little bit more hardy than like the Spiro type droids. As a kid, though, that is the, I mean, what am I saying as a kid? As an adult, that's the coolest thing ever. I mean, it's just so cool that they bring those kind of experiences where, you get to take the kids yeah. still play with them at home. I mean, that's, that, oh, that's yeah. the ultimate. Yeah. They're, they're constantly in my living room because my kids will just grab them and, and drive them around and they like to scare the dog. So, right. you know. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> See, I'd have loved to have something like that as a kid, man. I would have killed. Yeah. That would have been so cool. Now, well, another thing I've never done it, that you guys did docking bay seven. What was that about? Cause I've never been in there. Yeah, that was actually, I was really impressed with the food there. Um, it was really fresh and, and light. Um, which was what we needed after eating heavy for the past couple days. And sometimes you, um, seriously, Disney will get you that way. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, I need I need a salad or something. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. It was really light. We got you know some chicken and veggies and and just kind of you know took it easy there. And so we yeah we absolutely loved um, Docking Bay Seven. That was probably one of our favorite meals that day. That's awesome. Yeah, I got to get in there someday. I always go for the Ronto Roaster if I'm in the neighborhood there. And yes. just, uh, you know, okay. I know it's just like a hot dog, <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it's a Star Wars bratwurst. It's so good. The breakfast one's the bomb. Okay. No, so that day you kind of, you did one of my favorite things. Again, I, this is, nobody talks about this ever at the studios, but I think it is one of the most underrated things on property at Walt Disney World, the Frozen sing-along. Did you yes. guys, do you guys have as much fun as I do every time I see this? I just think these yes. are some of the most talented actors and actresses and the show is just always a hoot. I love the show. Yeah, we had a blast. We were, that was the last thing we did that night and we were pretty tired, but, um, we were laughing the entire time. My husband and I were, were cracking up. The kids were, were having a blast. Um, my daughter was loving it. I mean, princesses, you know galore so she she was she was loving it and we even had you know my my nephews joined us in there and and they even liked it and you know they're older boys and they still got a kick out of it so let's think they got something for everybody like the dads the little girls the moms the the, even the two cool teens you know and tweens like there's something they'll they'll laugh and like you'll turn them like you just laughed and they're like no i didn't yeah (laughs) it's like yeah you didn't i got on tape exactly okay now that night though you guys hopped you guys again i'm exhausted just talking about this show so i don't know how you made through but you guys did the because you guys were at bay lake tower so you did the evening deluxe uh extended hours over at the magic kingdom so yes. how did that work out for you guys? I mean, at least you guys were close to home. You're basically just kind of going home and you were just like stopping yeah. on the way. Yeah. As I see it. Well, so actually we took the kids back to the hotel. Okay. Um, since we, yeah, since we had my mom with me, uh, we, we, we opted to leave the kids with her. We, we got them ready for bed in bed. Um, and then my husband and I went since it was our anniversary. Nice. We're like, you know, this I was going to say, great... didn't, didn't this start off as your anniversary trip? I hope you at least got it a did. meal. It did. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we thought that was a great opportunity for us to just get away by ourselves. We took, um, we had a couple photo pass photographers take some pictures in front of the castle, which is great. Um, we did Astro Oberder, which, you know, isn't my favorite, but it's great at night. So we loved every minute and we just grabbed a snack and sat and just, you know, enjoyed the quiet it is quiet if you do the evening hours which was really nice you you just hit where i I love i love just sitting on a bench having a snack and just watching them because there's not there's no better people watching and just taking in just just taking it all in i don't even know like the atmosphere you you could say all these things but just realizing how lucky you are you know sitting on a bench at walt disney world and anywhere the magic kingdom epcot at your resort uh, you know, eating an ice cream sandwich, you know, a Dole Whip, whatever you have, and just saying, yeah. how lucky am I to be here? You know, I just, yeah. too many people are like rushing, rushing, rushing. Like, if you can just sit down and just, you know, take 20 minutes and just be like, yeah, oh, so great. Yeah, and it, perfect for your anniversary. Now, see, it was I, perfect. I won't do that, though, because I'll just keep running. I'm like, <laughs> I, I should have, and you get home, you're like, I should have just sat on a bench for 20 minutes. That would have been yeah. ideal. Okay, so the next day, since you're kind of your last full day, let's get this in here. Mm-hmm. You guys went to Epcot to start the day. So how does that go? How, how does your Epcot day work? Yeah, so that was the day we actually split off from my sister-in-law. They wanted to do some Universal time. So they went to off to Universal. 
uh, we knew we wanted to do Epcot. That was actually a weird day. Actually, the, the past two days had been really hot for February. It was like probably close to 80, 80 degrees. So we were, you know, we were pretty hot. And then it dropped to 50s that last day wow. and, and rain and clouds. So it was not exactly what we were expecting, but, you know, we, we ran with it. Um, I, you know, Genie Plus was a little bit tough at Epcot, you know, just because of the amount of attractions. Um, we did do the individual lightning lanes for Remy and Frozen because we knew those two were definitely ones we wanted to get on. Um, but we really just walked around World Showcase, like really brisk walked um, because of Festival of the Arts. It was pretty slammed and that was like a, I think a Saturday. Mm -hmm. So it was really slammed. Um, we, we didn't really want to spend the entire day at Epcot just knowing how busy it was going to continue to get. Uh, so we we hit the rides we wanted to hit and kind of said peace out and, and went to Magic Kingdom after that. That makes sense. I mean, because especially when you go there on the weekends during a festival, the locals are all there and you know, everybody's coming yes. out to <laughs> to get their snack on and they're drinking and everything. It, it, it just happens. But I mean, it looks like you yes. still got three caballeros, which... That's one of my favorite little unsung, you know, attractions. You can get to get inside the Mexico Pavilion yeah. and have a good time there and soaring and stuff. So not too bad. All right. And you yeah. got to do Remy and stuff. So, okay. So you guys hopped over to um, Magic Kingdom. So yes. to kind of do. Okay, so, so after you hopped over there, you're kind of finishing up, I guess, kind of doing either what you missed or what you wanted to do one more time before you went home the next day. How yes. did you kind of handle it? Because it's kind of that sad or. It's kind of like frantic slash kind of that sad, like last part of the trip. Yeah, we, we took it easy for the second half of the day. We knew the rides that we didn't hit the first day. Peter Pan was a big one. Um, and then we wanted to do some a, a little bit of the nostalgia Tiki Room. Um, Tiki Room is one of my favorites. I, that's one I vividly remember growing up. So that was one that we definitely wanted to hit. Um, we wanted to get to some of the princesses. We tried to do the things that my sister-in-law's family wasn't really keen on. Uh, they did stay with us for the majority of the trip, but for the things that, you know, they weren't really crazy about, we, that was a lot of what we hit at Magic Kingdom that last day. So princesses, meet and greets, all of that was um, what we, what we strive to do that cool. last bit. So, and then the last morning, I like how you finished it out. I mean, you weren't going to the parks this last day before you headed back, it looks like to the airport, but you guys were at Bay Lake Tower. And you wrapped up with a morning breakfast at Chef Mickey's. I mean, yes. it's almost like Mickey's sending you home. You're having a good meal. You get that food in your belly before you travel. I mean, was that, that sounds like a really good way to kind of wrap up the trip. Did it, did it work out the way I'm thinking? Yeah, it did a hundred percent. So that was the one ADR that I knew that I wanted to get with Chef Mickey's. Um, I wanted a character breakfast in general for the kids and being at Bay Lake Tower, it Chef Mickey's just made sense. Right. Um, so yeah, that was, it was a great way to kind of close out the trip, you know, still in the little Disney bubble, we would just sit, you know, afterwards and we did a little bit of shopping and sat and just stared at, you know, magic kingdom from, <laughs> yeah, totally. from the balcony, you know, from afar, but it, it was a perfect way to end it. Oh man, what this is a great way to start the week though, because it, it, it took us to the, to the theme parks. It took us to Bay Lake tower, you know, family memories. This is great. So as we wrap up here, do you have any like any one tip that maybe you learned from the trip that could help folks maybe traveling with, you know, multi, you know, different families traveling together or maybe just one more story from the trip that this is going to kind of be what you remember from this trip, you know, that you didn't share yet. Any any kind of final thoughts from this trip report? Yeah, so I mean, I I definitely recommend traveling with other family members or friends if you do get the opportunity to do so. It just adds another level of, I guess, awesome to do trip. It, it can get tricky at times. You know, a, a key thing for us was just trying to take it easy. We were go, go, go. I mean, park, you know, rope drop to park close pretty much every single day. Um, but we did try to just take in those little moments and I definitely just appreciate where you are you know, take the little moments sitting with your kids and your family members or whoever you're with and, and just enjoy it. You know, it, for us, we know it's not going to happen, you know, probably in, in another year or so. But um, I, I think for us, it was just the most memorable trip because we did 
try to take those small moments to just be together and enjoy the time. That's what it's about. You know, we plan for all these, you know, details and all the big moments, you know, the big meals and the individual lightning lanes and how we're going to get our ninth and 10th uh, attraction out of our Genie Plus, uh, you know, payment that we did for that day. But in the end, like you said, it's the time you spend with your significant other on a bench, having a snack, a Dole Whip or like you said, watching, you know, watching your kids interact together during a fireworks show yeah. or building the droid or, you know, just hanging out together on a curb waiting for a, for a parade to go by. You know, really, that yeah. is the small moment. I'm glad you brought up that, that term, the small moments, because I think we get so caught up in like the minutia of the planning of a trip, you know, and I think that's, I mean, that's really what our podcast is about. It's about, you know, coming up with strategies to get the most out of your vacation. But in the end, you know, I think what you're going to get the most enjoyment out of are the small things. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, it was a lot for me planning, you know, all of it, but I can tell you all of that is a blur compared to those, those moments that we shared together. So, well, man, I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. It's a great way to start the week and it sounds like you had a great trip and it sure made me happy. It's a great way. I love doing these shows because, you know, I get the first listen as we record these things and uh, (laughs) hope everybody enjoys it today, but you guys stay awesome down in Houston. Good luck to the Astros and uh, maybe my Cardinals will see you in October. Yeah. I can only hope. (laughs) I can only hope. All right. Thanks so much. You have a great week. Thank you. You too. All right. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the magic for less travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. The agents are standing by right now to help you plan an awesome Walt Disney world, Disneyland, Disney cruise line, or adventures by Disney trip. All you need to do is swing by the magic for less.com today. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop online, that one extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, A huge shout out to our patrons. You guys make all this podcasting possible. You allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show. That's right. You sometimes get five shows in a week. You get Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, come on over. We'd love to have you. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give me a follow on social media. I'd love to talk to you this week. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we'd love a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have a few minutes this week, that'd mean a lot to us. And uh, don't forget this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, we turn the show over to you and take your phone calls about all things Disney. We'll be on Facebook and YouTube Live again this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It's you, me, and Scotty G. So come on over and be a part of the show. All right, time to get out of here and let you get on with your week. Let's make this week awesome. We've got it started the right way. Let's keep it rolling right along into Wednesday when we answer your listener questions. So for Amanda, I'm Mike wishing you an awesome Monday. Time to get back to work. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.